0: to talk about this or not, but I guess I don't really care. So last night, um, well, then I would have to kind of tell the story. There was one... If you
1: have a story, please tell it. It's not, (laughs) but it's like something...
0: I don't know. It's just like a... Okay, so one time I was at my friend's house years and years ago. I was sort of talking to this guy that was one of my best, like one of my best friends at the time. Um, Then Stephanie, my best friend, was dating his best friend they were dating for like two years, and then we all hung out together all the time with like groups of friends and stuff. So one, and we were always staying at um, my friend's house, the guy that I was talking to's house. So one time I was there, we were really drunk. I guess I passed out. So I don't really want to get into the details of it. It's not a huge thing, but like they did something to me while I was asleep. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> which I did not know. Okay. And I only found out because maybe like a year and a half two. not this past New Year's, but the New Year's before, one of the guys who was there, who was a friend, was like, oh, remember that time? Like he thought it was funny and like brought it up to me as if I knew about it. And I was like what are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, blah, blah. blah." And I was like, no, I don't fucking know that, you know? And it's, uh, why would I know that? And why would I still talk to you guys if I knew, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like one of those things. So after that, I had, um, stopped talking to them. I told them why, his response the guy who told me his response was very like he was like no 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 because I know he like valued my friendship and he was like no no no, I lied I made it up and I was like no you didn't because I just brought it up to the guy I was dating at the time and he told me that it happened so you're not lying about it and then he was just like shit I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry and like I didn't respect his response at all so I still haven't talked to him it's been like two years um my friend's ex-boyfriend, I brought it up to him because they said he was there. And he said, I don't remember that, but it sounds like something we would do. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) gross. Yeah. So I never talked to him again after that. Um, The guy that I was dating at the time, he was like so apologetic. He kept calling me over and over and I wouldn't answer him. And I didn't talk to him for a really long time. And he's in my fantasy football league. So I saw him at one of the fantasy football drafts and he like took me aside and he was like, I just want you to know, like we were dumb, like we were drunk, like not that it's any excuse, but he was like shaking when he was talking to me and he was like, I was so scared to see you all day. Like, just like, I knew he fucking meant it. We had been really close at a certain point in time and like just the way he went about it. I was like, you know what? Like, I forgive you. It's fine. We can move forward and like still be friends. Um, but none of them, the other ones handled it that way. And then I found out that, um, my friend's ex-boyfriend, he wasn't even there, but his response was just like, I don't remember, but it sounds like something we'd do. And I thought that was fucking crazy. And like the fact that he didn't even say like, oh yeah. So like, you know, like he had no, it was just like an insane thing to say. So I never talked to him again, even though he would like be like, oh, I'm in town when I hang out and I wouldn't respond to him. But he was in town yesterday and I live with Stephanie now. So Stephanie had invited him over. And she asked me if it was okay first. And I thought it would, like, I was like, yeah, that's fine. I really don't care. Yeah. Uh, but then when he came over, I was, like, instantly in a horrible mood. And I wasn't even thinking about it. Because at this point, I really don't care anymore. Right. But for whatever reason, it just, like, completely, like, I was just like, this isn't fun anymore. I want to go to bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So... Who knows? I might have stayed up later than four if he didn't come over. <laughs> I thought you said five. Five. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, time is all the same <laughs> after a certain point.
1: After a certain point, I guess, yeah. Yeah,
0: but I just thought it was weird. It was yeah. like a response in my body, not even in my brain. I was just mm. like done. Like I was like, I can't be in the same room with this person. What time did he come over? He came over pretty l- uh, He came over around 1.30. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you were still hanging out for like another four hours.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, there were other people there. So, I was... When he first came over, Stephanie was in the bathroom or whatever. So, I had to let him in and kind of, like, talk to him for a while. And then I was like, hurry up, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. And then when she got out, I didn't, like, really talk to him for the rest of the night. So, yeah. But it was just interesting to me that I had that reaction because I didn't think that I would. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I I mean, I respect your... ability to just cut people off because I feel like in, on this podcast we encounter a lot of people they're like oh this person did this thing to me what do I do and uh, to me it's always like stop talking to yeah them. Like, no I
0: straight up was like you did this yeah that's fucking terrible we've been friends for years but I'm not talking to you anymore yeah yeah, yeah. it's just so, it's so simple yeah and let me tell you if you do something to somebody and they accuse you of it the proper way to handle it is to sincerely apologize and not to deny that you ever did it and then take it back and say, Oh yeah, I did do that. (laughs) And then to apologize or say flippantly, that sounds like something that might've happened. We do shit like that. All the time. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like that story was really convoluted because there was a lot of this guy and this guy and this guy, and maybe it was confusing.
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: Were you confused by it?
1: No, I think it, pretty straightforward okay it, it just seemed like you were trying to be uh, um, careful about what like saying too much I guess so that's
0: I didn't want to name names did I
1: no you didn't name okay any names. yeah
0: because I mean I still know all of them for sure through it like we still all have the same friends and stuff okay yeah and I also just I don't know the story is like the story embarrasses me, so I don't really want to tell. Th- I'll tell you after. Okay. It's just like I don't. Yeah. But yeah, let me
1: make sure I remember that. Remind me to remind you, I guess. Yeah.
0: There's no way. Like every time I've told people what happened, it like embarrasses me to tell, so I just can't do it.
1: Wait, hold on. Okay. I thought I thought there was someone with my microphone, but I think it was just the way that I was talking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So everything's fine. Um. Cool. Well, what else is
0: new? Um. Not much. I don't know if the affirmations are working, but I keep doing them. I've been doing them also. I don't know if they're working either.
1: I feel like they kind of help a little bit sometimes because I think I wake up regularly so bummed out lately Mm -hmm. that once I'm like, oh, like sometimes I'll forget. And so I'll be like, oh yeah, let me try doing this and that might make me feel better. And it kind of does help a little bit temporarily. Yeah. but I feel like it's a thing that might work better long-term.
0: Maybe. I think it's a thing where I'm like, it's not doing anything, but I like doing it because in my brain, I'm like, this is working in a way that I can't, re- like, I trick myself into thinking that it's probably going to work some t- someday because yeah. I know you're supposed to, you know? How are the nightly reflections going? <laughs> I don't know. We've only done them twice? Three times. Three times, I think. Yeah. Um, Oh, I thought it was so funny when you texted me and asked me for my nightly reflections. I'm like, I'm still out.
1: Like, (laughs) I don't know yet. (laughs) What was a week now? You don't know. It seems like you usually try to
0: like... It's Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, yesterday. Oh. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, you asked me at like 10 p.m. I don't know. I just like... (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I can't reflect on a night that I haven't had yet.
1: Yeah. I felt like it was maybe late enough that they're you might have already been kind of like doing the last activity of the day
0: or something. Well, I did give you some reflections, so... At 2 in the morning, so... Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So like
1: You waited until you were a little bit closer toward the end of your Yeah, night. I wanted
0: it to be legit.
1: That's fair. I yeah. appreciate it. Either way.
0: I wonder if any of the reflections I had took place between the 10.30 and 2 a.m. time. It seemed like they all were all in the morning. Yeah, I
1: think they were. So I don't know, maybe, maybe the person showing up, because if he showed up at 1.30... And you did your reflection at 10:30. It seems like it might have tainted your
0: Yeah. <laughs> your he-
1: view of the last couple hours cuz all of them were it was like waking up at your family's house and then yes. asaibo, which I'm assuming you had for breakfast. The
0: acai bowl, yeah, I did. Um, and then watching Stranger Things, I think. Yeah. So I think that would be interesting to look back on your nightly reflections and see if they all have a pattern. Like, what if mine are all during the day? And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm a morning person. And I never <laughs> thought that. Maybe I should start waking up earlier yeah. and going to bed earlier because none of my reflections are taking place after 6 p.m. Right. That might be interesting. Maybe that's a way that it's beneficial. It could. I, I, yeah. I think... Uh
1: Because I have that part of my brain that just feels like it's wasting time all the time whenever I do anything. Yeah. So I think just having a thing to remind me like, oh, no, you actually did this and this and this today. Yeah. Is kind of helpful to me. Oh, nice. I feel like the nightly reflection might be helping a little bit more than...
0: The daily affirmations. Yeah. I'm glad that any of it's working, you know. That
1: being said, I still feel like shit.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But you don't want to talk about why, right?
1: I won't. I don't need to go into detail necessarily, but...
0: Okay, can you talk about any of it? I'm not expecting you there's, to, but There's a lot
1: of life changes going on right now. Uh-huh. And things have been rough. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's, like, certain things where I'm just like, oh, I just feel so lonely.
0: But life <laughs> changes are also good because then comes the possibility of new horizons.
1: Yes, that's what they tell me. Yeah. But, I mean... I guess. It you just, just
0: can't. You're just not there yet.
1: I'm not there yet. I'm not at that point where I'm excited about what could be. I'm just kind of still bitter about things that happened. Yeah. So that's,
0: yeah. Totally. <laughs> I like being bitter. I think it's a fun emotion.
1: <laughs> I do. I, I was bitter as a stand-up for so long that I'm really not into it anymore.
0: I just like being bitter to people about things. You know, like kind of how I was saying on the, I was re-listening to the very first episode a little bit of it. And I was saying, I don't like advice, but I just like complaining. That's the same thing. It's fun to be bitter.
1: In some instances, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? (laughs) I don't think it, like, rots your heart. I think it it makes you funnier. And you say funny, bitter things, and people laugh, (laughs) and they think you're kidding, but you're not kidding. But it's like, oh, now I'm this funny person. That part is fun. And
1: I feel the same way about any sad thing that I tell people. Yeah. I always say it in a way that's going to make them laugh about it. Right. Uh, Or at least, Hopefully. Got, like, having stool problems?
0: No, the stool is weird, and then my legs are sticking to it because yeah. it's, like, hot. you Yeah, wearing a dress. What? And you're wearing a dress? Yeah, it's not. It's the next person who sits on it is going to sit on my sweat, that's for sure. You put your jacket down on it. <sighs> I could put my jacket down. Eh, it's <laughs> fine. Maybe I will <laughs> at some point. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I've been trying
1: to keep busy and stuff like that, so I'm hoping...
0: I feel like you've been doing a good job, right? Yeah, I went to jiu-jitsu three times last week. Yeah. Three times in a week. That's pretty good. Are you getting better?
1: Um, No, I think it's too soon for that. But I felt like uh, like getting back into it, especially since I'm doing uh, gi versus what I used to do, no gi, um, being in like a new, it's its different. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be struggling a little bit. Yeah. But it's like, no, nah, it's been fine. I haven't struggled with it too much. Nice. With transition or whatever. So. Yeah.
0: So it takes a while to get better. You have to work at it sounds like the affirmations and the reflections
1: <laughs> it is it is very much like as i'm as i'm uh, or like doing rolls at the end of class yeah i I am thinking about that kind of thing what I do you just mean rolls? like, roles? Space like somersaults no like uh rolling is like at the when you fight each other at the end oh yeah okay, so I'm like you know like you do five minute rounds and you have this person that's trying to like choke you out or harm you in some way. Yeah. And you have to try to stop them.
0: Just like with life. Yes. You're trying to stomp out the negative <laughs> thoughts.
1: All that stuff. See, it's so metaphorical in so many ways. I'm just over here. I'm like, I have a person that's that's trying to cause me harm. Uh-huh. And I just have to just be chill and patient and just e- wait for my opportunity to escape or to do something or flip it around yeah this person's on top of me crushing me in yeah. some way and I'm just like
0: depression yeah yeah <laughs> I just gotta like flip it over and just try to figure out a way to like happiness
1: <laughs> yes all that stuff yeah
0: wow I mean good for you David Thanks. I'm not I maybe I should do too. I feel like everybody should I'm biased obviously yeah but. you don't think there's a better martial art
1: Oh, maybe. I mean, the combination of them, I think, is the best martial art. That's why MMA is so effective. Is because you combine them all together. Yeah. You know, because yeah, jiu-jitsu is great, but if, if somebody can just like punch you on the ground a bunch of times, then it starts to become a little less effective. So you can't punch compa-
0: people in jujitsu. You don't. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You
1: could they have combat jujitsu where you hit on the ground? Yeah. Which is the thing.
0: I wonder if I would feel really stupid doing it. Probably.
1: Why would you? Why stupid? Why?
0: I feel like I would look silly. I feel like I would be bad at it.
1: Well, you're going to be bad at it. Yeah. yeah you're just going to get beat up the whole time.
0: And then I would feel like, oh, I'm in jujitsu. <laughs> That's very funny. I guess. I mean, the, the way that you'd be bad at it is that
1: you somebody would be attacking you and you'd have nothing that you could do in defense
0: for do it. Do they throw <laughs> you in that quickly? Like- I
1: mean, people are going to be gentle, but they're going to choke you out very gently.
0: <laughs> okay. I would just figured they would arm you with the tools you need before they start throwing you into well, fighting there's people. There's too
1: much to know to be able to just like teach you everything before you start rolling. And also the best way to learn is to do it.
0: Yeah. It's like with open mics, you can take a comedy
1: class, but you're not going to be funny until you get on stage. Right. That's why people that take classes like, okay, sure. But what about really me that.
0: who didn't do a class? And was just automatically funny when she got on stage and everybody laughed (laughs) and kept asking me to do it again. Please do it again, they said. They said, please do it again. (laughs) Okay, that did happen. Yes, that's true. (laughs) But So maybe I would be immediately good at jujitsu. Maybe you would be. No, I'm not good at fighting. If anybody tried to punch me or something, I would just... But nobody
1: would try to punch you in jujitsu.
0: Well, I'm just saying, in real life, if anybody tried to fight me, I would just let it happen because I can't fight back. Well, definitely don't let it happen.
1: <laughs> Anything is better than nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I did get kneed in the face, though. Today? Yeah, no, the, yesterday, and it's, like, really sore right here, and it hurt to chew yesterday.
0: Yeah. Oh. It's great. It feels good. I kind of do. Well, I kind of wanted to do roller derby. I thought that would be fun. You should do it. Yeah, just, like, I'm not, and I'm not embarrassed about, like, I'm not nervous about getting hit or, like, getting hurt or anything like that. Yeah. I'm literally embarrassed that I'm just going to fall while rollerblading well, or roller skating. You? Like, I don't care about, like, the par- <laughs> the pain part. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself and, like, be skating really fast and fall. So practice skating first and then get into I it. I mean, I know how to skate, but I don't know. Practice
1: skating quickly. <laughs> yeah. That would
0: be the part that would be horrifying to me. Yeah. I mean, obviously,
1: you can skate, but then going really quickly in a circle because it's like a race that's technically, right? Yeah. So then I What if I just lose
0: all the time? That would suck. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. Why? Because I don't want to be bad at it. (laughs) You should do more things. I I do do a lot of things but I don't do a lot of things that I think I'm going to be bad at. Well,
1: do more things that you think you're going to be bad at then.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I guess I should. Maybe I will. But probably not roller derby because that does seem really intimidating. I think that would be a little bit of a that would be a hard thing to jump into.
1: Maybe do jiu first so that way maybe. you get used to physical confrontation and then you'll maybe roller derby will be an easier transition.
0: Yeah, the physical confrontation of roller derby is more appealing to me than the jiu-jitsu one. Gotcha. Because it just seems like you're just like angrily like no shoulder checking people. No. Oh, and, no yeah, okay. yeah. I
1: was like, I thought you were saying that for jiu-jitsu. It's like that. No, that's, no, that's
0: appealing to me. I gotcha. like that. You want like, more
1: aggressive. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Should we get into uh, some questions? <laughs> sure. Okay. I
1: don't Are know if I, any of that banter was good enough to keep for the podcast, but I we'll see. I feel
0: like some—it's fine. You don't think my heart-wrenching story is good enough? Um.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe.
0: <laughs> about a time when. <laughs> what if I cut it out? S- again? About a time when something <laughs> happened to me by someone.
1: <laughs> we just cut it out like I did the last thing that you like poured your heart about. I know. Uh, I, this what? Might, no, This might be a better off podcast conversation. I'll just save it for later.
0: Okay. <gasps> do you want to do the first one or should I? You can do first. Okay. Let me do... Dear <laughs> us, I'm a 24-year-old woman who has never really had a real relationship of any sort. The men I like are usually only interested in hooking up or I'm into, I am too afraid to actually tell them how I feel out of fear of rejection or them being uninterested. I would say I'm fairly good looking. I actually get a lot of male attention. Not that that should be a marker of my self-worth in any way. But none of that is particularly tempting. I also move around a lot. I recently moved to a small town with a pretty close-knit expat community. I moved into a beautiful house, and my compound mate um, is a man I was instantly attracted to. We hooked up for a few days. We hooked up a few days later, and have been hooking up for the past couple of weeks. The catch: he's 20 years older than me and has a girlfriend. I am sort of seeing someone too, but I'm not really interested, and will probably end that the first chance I get because the guy is sweet, and I don't want to lead him on. In my head, I keep wondering why this older man is stepping out of his relationship to sneak around in the dead of the night with me for just a few hours. I imagined his girlfriend was dull and or bad looking, but then he brought her to our home the other day to spend the afternoon with uh, visiting with his parents, and she's beautiful and 35 and must mean enough to him to introduce her to his parents. I can't really attest to her personality as I've never spoken to her, but according to my other housemates, she seems nice. I've never broached the subject with him apart from the first night we hooked up. We were both quite inebriated. And his answer was simply, I'm leaving the country in a short while. When he asked me out after that first night, he spent a lot of time flirting and had really good conversation. In fact, conversation with him is almost the only intellectual, intellectual stimulation I have been getting as of late. Um, so I really don't want to lose that. But the understanding that we came to was to be discreet. I've never done anything like this before and I can handle the emotional aspects of the equation for the most part. I know there is no future here and that we're both just in it for a good time. Well, except of course, it would be nice to be able to just go out once in a while or watch a movie together even in just his apartment. But increasingly the conversation and witty banter has decreased and that was part of the appeal for me. Plus seeing his girlfriend in the flesh was quite jarring and I feel like it bothered me more than it should have for for having known about her from the start. Also later that evening he took her to a concert by a band we had brought a poster of together the first night we went out after I was the one who told him about the concert in the first place. And yes, I know I need to stop being petty. I can't help but wonder, though, would things have been different if I had just known about her, or if I had never known about her? Should I just go with the flow and enjoy the occasional very good sex on his terms, or should I assert myself and tell him he needs to put more effort into this, even if it's just a secret tryst, or is it tryst? Yeah, it's tryst. Not sure. Okay, whatever. Even if it's just a secret affair. Or should I end it and deal with the awkwardness of having to live with my former lover? Either way, ignoring him and hoping he'll notice while I listen for sounds of his car pulling into the driveway is probably not a good idea. Please advise.
1: Very interesting.
0: It's just interesting because I feel like she cares a lot more than she's letting on. Yeah. Because she's bothered that he took her to a concert that she had told him about. Right. She's sitting by her window listening for sounds of his car, so I'm like, you're obviously emotionally invested, even yes. though you say that you're not. Um, because if it was just as cut and dry as the witty conversation is ending, that was part of the appeal, I'm bothered by his girlfriend, I have no emotional attachment to him, then I don't see why you wouldn't just end things. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I mean, I guess maybe there's small, like, smaller reasons why that would continue. It seems like there's still some enjoyment that she's getting out of it and there might be this other thing that's kind of ruining that for her a little bit. But as far as like how to carry on, like don't just do things on his terms. You have power in this situation. You can if you want to continue, then you can set the rules for what you want to happen or not to happen. Yeah. And have it your way. Right. If the person doesn't want to do that then that, that's probably for the best anyways. <laughs>
0: Do you advise that she stay in the relationship, though, if she's bothered by the fact that he has a girlfriend?
1: Yeah, but if she if she st- can still get some enjoyment out of it, then I don't see what the problem would be, I guess. She's not doing anything wrong. She's not the one in a relationship. I He's suppose. the one that's in the relationship.
0: Yeah, I mean, that whatever, that's on like up to her, yeah. how much it bothers her. Um, But yeah, I agree with you. I guess I would... Set forth like what I want to happen in the relationship, and then if he's not down for that, you guys don't have enough of an emotion emotional attachment to. I feel like just put up with whatever because I mean people do that when they're like, but I love him so much. Like yeah. you don't love this guy. <laughs> Who cares? Like, yeah, just move on. Yeah, because she if she's in, if she
1: enjoys talking and having sex with him. Yeah, but doesn't like a couple other aspects of this person's relationship. Then if he's gonna continue with cheating on his girlfriend, I guess. You have a ton of power in this situation. Mold this to the way that you want it to be because you don't have to be doing things on his terms that doesn't make any fucking sense. Just be like,
0: look, I'm going to tell your girlfriend (laughs) everything if you don't do what I want you to do. Yeah, I agree. And that's how you get things, Mm -hmm. is when you threaten people.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's asserting yourself. It has to be a threat. Yeah. She's standing up for herself.
0: It is a threat, though.
1: If you do it that way, I guess. It's fine.
0: Would you do that? No,
1: (laughs) I wouldn't. How would you care about the situation?
0: I would do what I said. I would tell him what I wanted out of it. And if I didn't like him that much to begin with, then I would break up with him, you know? But like you said, this person obviously does like this person a lot. (laughs) I would still at least try to say what I want out of the relationship. Yeah. And then if he's not down and she's still like, super obsessed with him, then I guess she's fucked. I don't know. I guess it's just going to be one more shitty relationship in the world where people are unhappy and not getting what they want and letting the guy treat them like shit.
1: That this happen a lot.
0: Yeah. So...
1: Do you think it's... Uh, I mean, do you think it's wrong for her to be doing that? To be like hooking up with this guy that has a boyfriend? A girlfriend?
0: No. I think that's for each individual person to care about. Yeah. As Because, I mean whatever, this is a horrible thing to think, but it's true. If he's not cheating, like she's, that girl, the, she's not special. That guy would be cheating on his girlfriend regardless, whether it's with you or whether it's with somebody else. It's not her responsibility to be the one who cares because she's not, her saying no isn't gonna change that guy into a non-cheater. Like I understand that people don't wanna be a part of that and that's respectable. Sure. But I think if that girl, like honestly, just wants casual sex with somebody, it's not her responsibility to care about that guy's relationship more than that guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Although I could understand why that would kind of sour your view of this person
0: a little bit. Oh yeah, for if you're the sure. Kind of person
1: that wants to be sneaking around behind their girlfriend all the time. Yeah, then that's understandable also. Yeah. So.
0: Especially since he doesn't really have a reason. He's just like, oh, I'm moving soon. It's not like, oh, I don't actually like her, but we've been together so long and it's hard to break mm-hmm. up with her because of, like, we live together or, like, you know, th- like, doesn't have a valid reason. It's just like, eh, I'm just moving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's see. So this one says, um, I'm a college student currently in my first relationship. He and I have been together for three months and he's great, but I just don't feel the same way about it that I did at the beginning I'm pretty sure I want to break up with him but I have no idea how to do that especially since he hasn't done anything wrong I don't really know if I I really know if I do want to end it because maybe this is just what everybody feels in relationships and it'll go away soon I don't know I've never done this before why are boyfriends so complicated this feels like a step towards being an adult but every time I try to think about it I just feel guilty about it and start stress eating Pop-Tarts how do I go about this (laughs) Pop-Tarts
0: that's funny. I mean, I don't know. I get worried about this too because like when I watch episodes of Everybody Loves Raymond, it doesn't seem funny to me. It seems really depressing mm. because I think I've said that to you before maybe. but Maybe, I've never seen the show. It just seems like they just seem like friends who, I don't know, it just all seems so boring to me. Like that kind of relationship. And the one he has with his wife? Yeah, okay. sort of like they don't seem like they're I mean they're in love or whatever but it just doesn't seem very romantic at all or like it just seems like they're like people who know each other very well raising kids living in a house you know and so I don't know if what she's experiencing is just how relationships normally are after a certain point yeah Um, because I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where I felt like bored with the person that I was with but maybe that is normal and maybe it'll get better I'm not sure what do you think uh
1: I think th- this can go a couple of different ways because there I think maybe there is a certain level of i mean this person's very new, so fuck him like whatever if you want to break up with them, just break up with them. It's not a big deal like but no, they don't ha- you
0: think people get rid of people too quickly at yes. the first sign of anything? yeah, that was what
1: I was going to say. I think it's like we get into into these modes where it feels like oh i, I I need to do this for me and I need to be selfish and I need to do all this stuff to like make my life so great but it's like life is never going to be good like things are always going to suck in some way or another and you're going to be with somebody like no matter how much you love this person like I love my family we fucking fight all the time and I feel like in a relationship I don't know what makes a relationship with a person that you're fucking so much more special than the other relationships in your life but I fight with everybody that I care about and I feel like that's normal to an extent um, but if nothing is wrong and you just don't feel chemistry early on in the relationship that probably is a good sign that maybe
0: yeah if it's pretty early on for sure but if you've been together for like a year or two then it's like you might want to wait a little bit because it could just be the typical like you're over the honeymoon phase yeah it at- also
1: seems like this person's very new to relationships so maybe like this might be a thing that happens often to you yeah and you don't know your trends yet because you're still so new to relationships yeah so either way it sounds like maybe you need to like
0: but do you think you can get it back I know that you and Madison have gone through like lows and highs and lows. so was there ever a time where like you guys were not feeling each other romantically at all and then that came back Yes. Okay, so it's possible.
1: Like the majority of a relationship. Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> I mean, but I feel like that's important. Like people are like, I don't feel this way about this person anymore and I'm never going to feel that way about this person anymore. So let's break up when like everybody who's been together for a long time is like you have to work at it. Yeah. So if nobody's willing to do that, then everybody's going to be single.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. But I think this person could maybe break up with him. Yeah, I, I guess I don't. I, they they didn't give enough
1: context about like the like how serious this relationship is. So I guess it's hard to tell. But I don't know. I feel like if things aren't super serious and you're just not feeling it, don't continue with it just because you feel like oh well he hasn't done anything wrong. So maybe I should just stay with him. I mean, you need to have a reason to want to work for it. Yeah. That needs to be a little bit more there, I guess, for you to feel like it's like worth the work.
0: Yeah. I just want somebody to want to work at it with me, you know? I mean, but have you, well...
1: <laughs> what? Have you, has there been that many situations where you really want to work on it, but the other person doesn't? Just one. Just
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the
1: rest of the time?
0: I mean, the rest of the time, I've never really cared that much about anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm the one who needed to work, to work at it, it with yeah. other people. It's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel like you've ever broken somebody's heart?
1: Madison's.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's true. Yeah.
1: Just by being like, you know, a shitty person.
0: Yeah. But then you guys were still together. So there was like redemption there. But have you ever just like straight up broken somebody's heart? Do you think? I don't think so.
1: Maybe my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. But we just kind of broke each other a little bit.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I have. I think it's, I think possibly, but I'm not sure. I mean, I think if somebody really, really, really liked you and you didn't like them back, that probably broke their heart a little bit. That's happened to me a couple times, but I don't know if it was a serious, I mean, probably. I think I have. <laughs> but I mean, I, that not, that's not necessarily your
1: fault. So I don't I almost feel like it's not like, what do you have to do to break somebody's heart? You just have to dump them? Like, or dump somebody that you're dating and then.
0: Yeah. Or just not be interested in them, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And now
1: from the beginning, I guess it's... If you guys never dated, then it's different. I feel like that's kind of like an incidental heartbreak. That's just a heartbreak that the person experienced because they put themselves in that situation. Yeah. But if you were dating and then you dumped them, then that's kind of... Then you would
0: have... I would qualify that as you broke their heart. Then I don't think I've broken anybody's heart. Okay. Yeah, incidentally, You didn't yes. date anybody that... Really
1: liked you.
0: Yeah, like really, really liked me. But yeah. Okay, I don't think I've asked this one before, but I've definitely read it before and thought it was funny. But um, it says my husband and I eat out frequently with a couple we like, but the husband doesn't order his own drinks. When cocktails are served, he asks. When cocktails are served, he asks to taste my husband's instead. I find this disgusting. My husband refuses to say anything. He doesn't want to hurt his feelings. But what about me? My husband is jeopardizing my health over this man's feelings. We have fought about this. How do I make it stop? What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? (laughs) That's
1: just so ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So does he drink the
1: entire thing or did he just taste it? I think he
0: just asked to taste his drinks. That seems
1: totally fine and normal.
0: But But he's jeopardizing her health, David. (laughs) She could get a cold. I guess. Yeah, that it's...
1: I mean, if you're around him and he has a cold, you might get a cold. Yeah. Does this really increase the chances that much?
0: That is so insane to me that you you would have to like... That guy has to live his life being like, not only am I responsible for my health, but everything I do, I have to think about how this affects my wife's health.
1: Yeah, this person sounds like a fucking terrible person. She sounds
0: like a nightmare. It's I, like, you don't share drinks with people? Like, that just seems Some weird. people are weird about that. Some, people are, some people are germaphobes. But, sure. like, to be weird about it enough that you're like, you can't do that? Mm-hmm. Like, fuck off and don't make out with me.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That seems like
0: And also to, like, get mad at the person. I don't know. That just seems weird. Yeah. It's also weird that the guy does it all the time. Like, just doesn't order drinks and has to try. I don't know.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, if they're really close, and does the husband actually care?
0: Yeah. Or does he just care
1: because the wife's getting upset about it? I don't think he cares at all. I don't see why anybody would. Yeah. I, I would get upset if it was, like, my brother always asking for things because... I know growing up If you wanted a, Like a drink of something Or a bite of something It was that a I had, lot It was a lot Yeah He's fucking he, If I was like You can have a bite of this He'd like stuff The entire thing in his mouth Yeah
0: or Yeah <laughs> My friend Corey was like that He'd be like Oh can I have a drink Of your drink I'm like There goes half my drink
1: Yeah, that, yeah. See that's just shitty If you do that where, you're, where you take a bunch Of the person's Drink or food Yeah That's pretty fucked up But as far as like Fearing you're gonna Contaminate somebody else With something It's just kind of Fucking
0: ridiculous I would divorce her I would too. that's one I don't think you should work at yeah I don't think you should work at. you guys way. have gotten into fights about that yeah it's fucking and you're dumb. writing into a column to ask a co- like to <laughs> have people side with you yeah it's you th- not gonna happen yeah the yeah. advice columnist did not yeah. side with her I really don't mind she sharing like, with she was like leave him be
1: yeah. yeah I don't mind sharing drinks with people so if somebody told me I don't want you to share drinks with this person I, I probably wouldn't handle that very well
0: I wouldn't either yeah
1: I'd probably be pretty fucking upset.
0: Yeah, I would probably, like, specifically offer that person drinks of my drink every, every time. time. <laughs> yeah.
1: So this one says, uh, I just got dumped. I'm pretty new to this sex dating scene, having been raised a pretty fundamentalist Christian. My first kiss was at 25, I'm now 26. About a month ago, I went on a date with this polyamorous guy polyamorous guy fine well she me. really
0: like jumped from yeah. being very <laughs> very uh, conservative, conservative to dating a polyamorous guy I guess quickly
1: oh, yeah uh who oh so this uh, polyamorous guy who's uh, that's, which is fine with me who hadn't been on a date hadn't been on a date with a guy before wait is this a dude I'm sorry I'm, I'm confused I didn't uh, I, okay about a month ago, I went on a date with this polyamorous guy, fine with me, who hadn't been on a date with a guy before. Oh, okay. So this guy's gay then. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, the late kiss makes sense then. Yeah. It okay. Makes all sense, right. Yeah. yeah all okay. right.
1: Uh, we had a really good conversation and began going on dates regularly, about once a week. In the meantime, he also started dating another man and woman. We've had sex a couple of times, always at his place. I, wor- I'm, I worried about pushing him too far too fast, so I always made sure to ask extra questions to make sure he felt comfortable since he was super new to guys. I think he may have taken this as indecisiveness on my part. This weekend, he came over to my house for the first time after I cleaned my entire house and bought food and beer for our date. He promptly broke up with me when asked uh, why. He said it was because he I was... A, inexperienced and awkward in bed. Apparently he also uh, wasn't attracted to me and the other guy he was dating was more sexually decisive. I texted some other partners of mine and they all said that I was good in (laughs) bed and this guy was wrong. I really liked him and now he wants to be sexless friends. Should I get sex lessons or something? (laughs) Is this a him issue? Should people dump people because they're inexperienced at sex? Should I settle for being his friend? I need an expert's perspective.
0: I mean, you can dump people for being bad at sex if you want to. I don't think you need to tell them that's the reason why. Like, that's super (laughs) rude. My God, I would be horrified (laughs) if somebody dumped me and said that.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty rough.
0: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, a couple people that I know have gotten broken up with recently, and they had good, like, they didn't do anything to their partner. They didn't cheat on them. Like, the person just didn't want to be with them anymore, and that's fine. But then when they broke up with them, they're person was like so fucking mean about it and said all these mean things and it's like just because you don't want to be with somebody anymore doesn't mean you have to be a dick when you break up to them like you can just break up with somebody in a nice way it's so yeah. crazy to me it's like all right like be a little less honest like i don't know but um sex lessons <laughs> i i mean i don't know i don't think that would work because
1: Different people are different. Different people like different things.
0: And I mean, if you're going to trust the people you spoke to, they had no problem with... Also, you're very new to sex. Yeah. So things will get better. Yeah, that could be the case. Or maybe you're just not
1: compatible with this person. You know, some people like sex differently than other people. So you guys might not be the same style.
0: Yeah, I've had bad sex and I've had good sex that I've never, I mean, assumed that the person I was having sex with was bad at sex just like, we're not, this is not working well together. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's the same with kissing. Like some people are compatible kissers and some people are just nothing's going at the right time. And like, it's bad and awkward, but like, yeah, I don't know. That sucks that he's going to think that for a long time though. Yeah. I mean, if somebody told me that it would probably really fucking. <laughs> yeah. That would, that would really, that would make me not want to have sex with somebody for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think where would you even get sex lessons from? Maybe he could ask that guy <laughs> to give him sex lessons. To, just be like, "What? I like we can just be sexless friends. That's fine, but I'm kind of curious like what I was doing wrong in your opinion." I might I might ask those questions. Yeah. And like if you're down, I would like to work at that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, if you were, if you thought you were bad at, like, going down on somebody and you had, like, a fuck buddy or something, would you be like, oh, hey, like, I want to practice this and let me know how it's going?
1: That seems, like... Yeah, reasonable, that seems, that yeah. seems
0: reasonable, yeah. So maybe he could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's good advice. <clears throat> but then also, I feel like... If he's not going to get emotionally attached...
1: It could also still be useless because I feel like even in that situation, that person might like to get you know, pleasured in a very specific way that
0: might be different from another person. I feel like making a guy come is all the same and I guess. <laughs> is that is my response like indicative of me being bad in bed? I don't I'm know. I'm like, it's like you know, a guy will come if yeah. he wants to come, it's fine. It's gonna happen one way or the other. Like, I don't know. Like how many different things could you really do? Maybe not different
1: things, but you know I think maybe the stuff surrounding it could affect it. Or true. Yeah. There could be other things that kind of affect the overall thing. Yeah. Because yeah, I guess you just fuck. You just if you if it gets stroked in a certain way a certain amount of times, then something might happen. But there's also sometimes where you're just like whatever's going on, you're just not feeling it, and it could kind of kill it a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's probably just not. I mean, I don't know. He probably just should not have said that to him at all.
1: Yeah, this person's probably a jerk for saying yeah. that.
0: I just would have been like, I like the other guy that I'm dating and I don't really see a f- romantic future with you, but I would love to stay friends. Yeah, like what would that person have
1: done that was so terrible that you needed to be like, yeah, this person's way better at sex than you are. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: fucked. Ugh. Don't even be friends yeah, with him. don't be friends with this person. He sucks. Don't ask him for sex lessons. <laughs> I take back what I said. Okay, <laughs> I have one final one. Let me... I thought this one was funny because it reminds me of me. So this is why I chose it. Okay. It says, I'm excited. Dear us, how do I stop being an asshole? (laughs) 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 Last night, I went out with my husband to enjoy a big festival in town. We both noticed a sign from a distance, but as we approached, another reveler stood directly in front of the sign to read it. Wow, I hope no one else wants to read that sign, maybe from another angle, I commented to my husband loud enough for the reader to hear. I would not do that. But um, my husband <clears throat> quietly chuckled and hugged me saying, Oh, you. Later, a woman with a pram cut, uh, a woman with a pram cut across our path, not looking where she was going. We get it. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess a pram is a kid. Okay. We get it. You've spawned. You're more important. To, uh, you're no you're more important than us, I said to her. Another quiet chuckle from my husband. And I realized this is common. My outbursts may be too common. Throughout my life I've been told I'm opinionated, brutal, delightfully honest, brave, have balls of steel, a bunch of words presented as flattery and accompanied by laughter. But underneath there may have been discomfort from others when I opened my mouth, but I don't feel it. I have friends who delight in my company, but only when I'm in the right mood. I'll call out perceived assholes in public, tell men to stop leering at my friends, get impatient and roll my eyes when I'm expected to nod and smile. And to be fair, it doesn't take much for me to be in the right mood. Other friends will only ever take me out to dinner to get my advice. I know you'll be honest with me, they say, and I am. Even more say, gosh, I wish I wish I could be honest about my feelings like you. I learned my sister once told her friends in advance of my visit that I was autistic, so they shouldn't be shocked if I said something blunt or inappropriate. She may not be wrong. I struggle with social interactions, Reading emotions and connecting with people, but I also seem to miss the day-to-day filter that everyone else has where your mind comes up with the rude things to say but doesn't blurt it all out for people to hear. I can rein it in, I'm careful around people I need to impress or with bosses at work, but I slip but I slip back into it outside of these environments. And in fact I feel co- anywhere I feel comfortable. And I'm not punished for my bullshit. No one calls me out. At worst, I'll get a non-response. But many people encounter my commentary as some form of entertainment. When I was younger, I thought this was cool. I was witty. I'm starting to realize I might just be a plain old asshole. The one redeeming quality in my outspokenness, I think, is that I will intervene if I feel someone is being treated poorly. I've scared off numerous creepy men from women I don't know at nightclubs and gotten them home safely, put myself in the middle of stupid fights and stood up for shopkeepers who were being abused. This kind of assholery seems Useful. But how do I stop being that asshole who punches down? I am at heart cynical. I have a deep distrust of others, a shitty upbringing, and worse genes that have stuck me with ongoing depression. Treated. I am not that happy go lucky ne- girl next door. So how do I become a nice person who cares what people think and has patience and bites their tongue when someone cuts in line or has no awareness of their surroundings? But more important, how do I do all this without imploding from built up rage? <laughs>
1: I don't know if there's anything you can do about that. I don't know. Do you think there is?
0: I don't know. I feel like I'm a little bit like that, just not to that extent. Like every, like I say mean things all the time and everybody thinks I'm being funny and I'm like, oh no, like I meant it. But you know what I mean? But I'm not like that crazy to where it's like somebody's walking slowly in front of me and I'm like, wow, I guess no one else is here. Like that sort of shit. Like, yeah, you yeah. are an asshole at that point. Um, I'm just an asshole with people that I'm interacting with, not to them, but about other things, you know? So, I mean, I don't know if that's better, but people do think that it's funny. And I will be dicks to people who are being a dick to other people um, and stuff like that. So just a lot of this question reminded me of me a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know how you change that if you feel like it's something you can't help. I guess to try
1: to be more conscious about when, like, I think... If this person is capable of reining it in in certain situations, like with bosses and shit like that, then they do have a level of control that they could probably try to tone it down a little bit when things don't really matter that much.
0: Yeah, like a woman standing in front of a sign to read it. Like, sure, she's not being aware of her surroundings, but also, like, it's... Who cares? Yeah. Like, it's really not a big it's deal. It's like maybe,
1: like, they were just... They could just be really distracted, have something on their mind, and they're just not thinking about whatever reason they could have the it could be a million excuses why this person might be inconsiderate in that moment yeah but to think that that's so terrible that you need to call them out on it at that moment you
0: also can't really change that about a person because i mean i'll go to costco all the time with my mom costco's really busy and my mom all the time is not aware of where she's like pushing the cart or where she's walking and she'll constantly like stop in the middle of an aisle when people are walking behind her and i'm like mom like People, you can't just stop in the middle of a busy aisle. Like people, you know, like people are walking in stride. So it's just like, and, but she she never, and she's not a bad person. She's not mean. It's not like she doesn't care about people. She's just not aware. And no matter how many times I've said this to her, hundreds probably, still not aware. It's not going to matter. Like you're just upsetting yourself. Right. And there are certain things that you just need to let go. And if somebody started like telling her something
1: would she what would she respond
0: I mean she would be like oh I didn't realize like you know what I mean yeah, I don't if somebody
1: gave if like somebody like this woman gave your mom a bunch of attitude
0: <laughs> I would punch the shit out of her like <laughs> that's how I feel like it's like okay
1: you're playing with fire here yeah one of these days you're gonna be a dick to someone and they're gonna fucking kick your yeah, ass yeah one of
0: these days you're gonna be a dick to somebody who is a dick like you yes and things are gonna go badly yeah, yeah. Because you just have to think about people's intent. Like, if people aren't intentionally being a dick, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, that's different. Call people out. But if people are just like, I'm sorry the lady with the kid was breezing past you, not because she thinks she's more important, because she has a fucking kid and is probably busy and stressed and, like, has places to fucking be. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just like...
1: But but, I guess that, that goes with the whole, like, how do you, I guess this person might not have empathy, I guess. And I think we have talked about, like, is that possible to learn that? I don't know. Because you'd really have to think about, like, put yourself in that person's perspective and see maybe they're not being an asshole because they want to. Yeah. You know, so I guess it can get kind of complicated. I don't even know
0: if, <laughs> if you have to get empathy. I just think you can keep asking yourself, like, what's the point of this? Like, because I feel like I've gotten better at that, of just being, like, there are times when I've wanted to say dick things to people that I felt like deserved it. And then I, in the past I totally would have, but then I started thinking about like, what's going to happen in this situation? Like everybody else is going to feel uncomfortable. This person is going to feel bad. Um, I'm probably, I mean like maybe, and maybe they deserve it, but Mm -hmm. like no good is going to come out of the situation for like smaller things. You know what I mean? Um, like, like, uh, we were all hanging out in my apartment one day and there was this guy over that neither of us really knew but just kind of invited himself. And, like, we were trying to listen to specific songs and he kept wanting to, like, interject himself and, like, put on music that only he wanted to listen to. And I was about to be like, dude, y- nobody even fucking knows you here. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You stop changing the music that we want to listen to. Like, you invited yourself and we were nice enough to say yes, but, like, stay in your fucking lane, you know? So I was very close to being, like, a dick about, and saying probably that exact thing. And then I stopped myself because I was like, you know what, it's, it's fine. Like, he's not being mean. He, like, you know what I mean? Everybody else is probably going to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And everybody, it's just going to make the situation worse. So, like, I think you can... Get better in that way. Like, I just have more conversations with myself about things and why, if it's worth it. Right. You know? Well,
1: it seems like it's also interesting, like, nobody really seems to mind, apparently. So, is it really that much of an issue if nobody's complaining? Like, the husband, if that was me, I would be like, I'd be so embarrassed. Can you, like, chill? Yeah. Because that's the thing, like, I, I would always tell Madison whenever somebody would, like, be driving too slow on the freeway or cut her off or something like that. She always felt the need to, like, drive past them and stare at them as she drove by. And I'm like, why do you do that?
0: Yeah, that that, that bothers that's me, too. That's going to get
1: you in trouble one of these days. It's just like, just don't.
0: Yeah. But the husband's just like, oh, you're so, that's so you. This is, uh, how old are these people? Yeah. And I'm sorry, like, the person who breezes past you in public or, or like, on the freeway doesn't give a fuck if you stare them <laughs> down. Like, sometimes you just need to get around people. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if I did th- if I cut somebody off and they drove past me and were staring at me I'd be like yup <laughs> like, <laughs> like who cares you know I don't know yeah that that sort of thing where like you're doing that and there's no way you're gonna win in the situation or like have an outcome that's like why what's the point I mean I guess you need to like get out all of that daily rage but I don't know get a, maybe get
1: a hobby maybe start doing jujitsu jujitsu
0: <laughs> yeah or learn, roller derby learn to like you know
1: just go with it life you know life sometimes life puts pressure on you, but you can, you know, wiggle your way out of that, yeah. maybe flip things around and...
0: Yeah. Yeah. My advice is, I don't know if you can learn empathy. I'm still trying to figure that out myself, but you, you can definitely ask yourself, what's the point and is this worth it? Yes. And you will get better because I have. It's true. Yeah.
1: I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one says, uh, my partner loves to wear my clothes, but because I am a couple of sizes larger than them, it doesn't work the other way around. This hasn't really been a problem in the past, but we've been making a little more money now and I've been buying nicer clothes when I can, whereas they stop shopping and never buy anything. Since we've been together for nearly four years and living together over two, they feel pretty comfortable throwing on my clothes and shoes where the same size and heading out into the world to stain my shirts and leave my jackets at the office for work, uh, uh, office for we- week on end. Even when there's no wreckage, it's super annoying to do my laundry and find out Find out I can't wear whatever shirt I wanted to wear that day because they already wore it and it's dirty, or I got left at a friend's house and straight up lost it. I've asked them to to stop several times, which works for a little while, but they make up and get dressed after I leave for work so they can be sneaky about it we live in a super small apartment with one shared closet so separate our clothes completely isn't really an option i love my partner dearly and i'm not really anticipating ending our relationship over this but it's driving me nuts what can i do uh what can i say or do to get this through to them
0: dude that's hard i don't know because (laughs) it's not a breakup worthy reason yeah but at the same time it's like what do you do if you've asked them to stop and they don't stop Because at first I thought she was going to be like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, ask them to stop. But then she said she did. And I'm like, oh, well, then I don't know. (laughs) I literally don't know what you could do. What would you do?
1: I have no idea. That's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd be, I I don't know. I guess I have to continuously reinforce that and remind them like, hey, you
0: fucking left my jacket at work. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they don't realize how upset it actually makes them. Maybe, maybe. he needs or she need. It sounds like they're two women. I don't know.
1: It's hard to say. Yeah. I like it ha-
0: well, it could either be two women or two men. Possibly. Or maybe she just likes wearing dude clothes, which I do. But yeah. I don't know. That's probably not the case. But anyways, this person could maybe really, like, sit them down and emphasize, like, no, I'm fucking serious. Like, I do not like this about you, and it bothers me yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, But... Maybe they could buy like a chest that they put their clothes in and lock.
1: That seems so excessive. Is
0: isn't it though? It's so but I feel like you would then get the point. Is it unnecessary? They sell uh, they sell like um, what it, what do they call where you lock something in them? A case okay, safes. They sell safes at Costco. You could buy a big one. I'm just saying, like this.
1: <laughs> that seems so drastic. There has to be several steps before you're straight up like putting your your clothes into a safe Well that's so that a passive aggressive
0: move for sure It's a
1: very passive aggressive move probably not the right you want to take with a person that you have a close relationship you want to continue with Okay
0: but I'm saying what if they have a very serious conversation with this person explain to them exactly how bothered it makes them yeah. and the person still keeps doing it then what do you do? Do you break up with them? You love everything else about them you know?
1: Yeah that's a tough one Yeah, because like it's so not breakup worthy but it also is like
0: It's indicative of a bigger
1: I disrespect. Feel, yeah, yeah, I feel like it is. It's like they just straight up don't care. The principal thing is the thing that gets me, I'm yeah, very much about the principal. like things. I wouldn't
0: <laughs> want to break up with somebody because they kept wearing my clothes, but if you're it's more you're breaking up with somebody because you're explaining to them something that bothers you a lot and they, they don't, don't give a shit. yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like I can relate a lot to that right now. Wh-
0: what? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, I don't know. I think they should talk about it and then buy a safe if that doesn't work. That's my advice. Uh, I think this is so. This is what my <laughs> yeah.
1: This is what my mom would do when she didn't want us to get clothes dirty or dishes dirty. That she would just get rid of all of it, except for like a couple. Like if we if we were going through too many socks. Yeah. She would get rid of all of our socks except for like two pairs, so I would make sure we only have. <laughs> Those, and if you want more clean socks, you got to wash your socks. So maybe this person gets rid of all their clothes.
0: I was going to say, he should, she should throw away all of her partner's clothes. And be like, well, you're, you, I guess you don't need them, right? Oh, I was going to get rid of your own clothes, I guess. Nah, throw away hers.
1: <laughs> or maybe help them get new clothes, because if they just don't want to get their own clothes, yeah. be like, we need to fucking get shopping so you can get... Just get like exact
0: replicas of the stuff that you like. Like if you like their jacket so much, get your own fucking jacket. Well, he makes more money than her now. Or she makes more money than her now and now she's buying more expensive clothes that the other person probably can't afford and it's just I would well, send then them buy a, some clothes for your partner then. I would send them a Venmo request for half of the amount of money yeah. of, of my clothes cost. If, be he, like,
1: if there's like a thing that your partner really likes, get them then get, get it for them for like a but present or something like that. But you shouldn't have
0: to do that.
1: Uh, yeah, but you can, it's a nice present if your partner likes her clothes yeah. that much you can get them like yeah, a present. Yeah, it's nice to buy someone like a
0: present but not if they're not you shouldn't reward bad behavior.
1: <laughs> it's not necessarily rewarding it because it's more than like hey, wear your jacket instead no, of mine. No, I
0: don't like that. I don't think that's good. Because <laughs> then that's just giving in to the problem.
1: Yeah. I mean, there has to be several different things that get involved in this, but I feel like a safe is going to be more expensive than you getting them a jacket.
0: Yeah, but it really also sends a message, you know? So does, like... Stay the fuck out of my stuff. (laughs) And now that you have constantly disrespected me and ignored my requests, we have this big boundary between us, which is this giant safe. (laughs) We have to have... I feel like Separation. That, would, that would probably end up
1: hurting the relationship and you'd probably end up breaking up and that's fine but that that's how they that safe from Costco in your house for no reason that's how
0: they want to react to it but they made their bed <laughs> you that know seems like
1: yeah I'm gonna say that I'm not a huge fan of the safe idea <laughs> <laughs> But I guess if that's really the last resort, I would say that's the very, very last resort.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said they should try talking to them in a more serious way. Yeah. But And then what are you going to do? You got to get a safe. <laughs> or throw away all their clothes. I would say get, get,
1: hide all your clothes somewhere else. Keep it at a friend's house. Yeah. And that way Keep you Keep it all can in
0: your car. Get dressed in your car. Yeah. That works too. Maybe they share a car. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Maybe this maybe this person just always drives their car.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Or start wearing all of their clothes, and I know you you said that they're smaller than you, stretch it all out. <laughs> They'll be upset. <sighs> just start letting your friends borrow their clo- your your partner's clothes.
1: Yeah, or you could yeah maybe like borrow their clothes and then lose it. So we get a taste of their own medicine, yeah. I guess. Payback. I mean, if this person, man, they're just like straight up sneaking out with the person's clothes. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked. Just so blatant, man. Yeah.
0: Well, so. that's my advice.
1: Get a safe. Uh huh. Okay. Do you have any more questions? I don't. Let me see if I have any more. I think I might have one more. Okay, this one, this one's one that's probably more for you. Um. <laughs> Not for any specific reason except for this first part. Okay. Can you clarify girl code? I've been finding myself in some questionable situations over the last couple of years that somehow or other always come down to potential violations of girl code. I may be out of it. I'm 28. you think I have a clue, but what are the rules among girlfriends? What are the lines that shouldn't be crossed?
0: I mean, I don't know if I would define anything as girl code. I think you could answer this too. I think it's just about respecting the people that you have friendships with. And I think that's pretty easy. Girl code is probably like, don't fuck your friend's boyfriends. Don't fuck your friend's ex-boyfriends if they were heartbroken by the breakup or if they did not initiate the breakup. And even if they did initiate the breakup, you should still ask them about it first. Um, I feel like those are the main ones. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I feel like it was sort the same for guide
1: code is basically that also. Yeah. So just the code is just don't, yeah, don't date your friends, partners or ex-partners. Yeah. I think that's fairly simple. (laughs) But what gray area could there be that... Maybe
0: it is that. It's like, oh, they broke up and I didn't know it would be a big deal or something or like... It always is. Or they're both interested in the same person. You
1: got to talk to them if they're... to make sure it's okay, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's girl code in any other situations, like jobs or like, I don't really think so. I can't think when
1: I. I feel like whenever people talk about guy code, at least it's like, you can't go out with somebody that your friend is dating or dated at some point. Yeah. Or is interested in, I guess that's kind of yeah. where the gray area might come in. Like
0: even if you're 100% certain that your friend will not care if you dated their ex, you still have to ask. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just don't, I guess I don't get where where the gray area would be in this.
0: I remember one time Stephanie texted me and this was years ago and she was hanging out with a group of friends that we all hang out with. And one of them was a guy that I had made out with before. And she was like, oh, I'm kind of like vibing with, with him. Would you care if I made out with him tonight maybe? And I was like, I do not care at all. Okay. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like, and that wasn't even somebody that I had dated. Right. That was just somebody that I made out with once. So, I mean, that's nice. Yeah. I don't know if you have to go that far. Maybe to be safe. If she hadn't
1: asked you, would you have been upset?
0: No, not, I really, but no, I did not care about that guy at all. And it Mm -hmm. was such like a casual, like, no, Mm -hmm. but maybe somebody would. I don't, I don't know.
1: Was she just so considerate, I guess, that she decided to just make sure, which I think is a good way to just cover your bases, I guess. Yeah,
0: err on the side of safety, I guess. Yeah, but. But besides that,
1: I think it should be pretty clear cut.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And if you can't do that, then I guess you uh, just suck at girl code or...
1: (laughs) Just suck as a person.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah, I just like, I wish she had gone into more details about what gray area there is. Because I just don't know, I guess, in what situation I've ever been in where I'm like close to violating some kind of guy code where I'm interested in my friend's ex or something like that. Yeah. I feel like when your friends break up, you take sides. <laughs> Oftentimes, unless you're friends with both of them, but it's almost like it's like, oh yeah, well obviously, like yeah, uh, I'm not gonna talk to that person because I'm on your team.
0: I mean, that's part of maybe girl code too. It's like some people probably think like, if we break up and you were friends with both of us, you have to side with me, and you can't be friends with him anymore, which I don't agree with. Yeah. So that is a gray area, I guess. It's kind of a
1: gray area. Um,
0: but again, that's just like a conversation that needs to be had because I wouldn't yeah. stop being friends with somebody just because they broke up with
1: no my other friend. I would not demand that on my friends, but if they wanted to stop talking to somebody because they took sides, I'd totally oh, be Oh yeah, with that, that would be like, whoa, you're cool. <laughs> you're, you're a good w- friend. Yeah. <laughs> I you don't, don't have
0: that. to, but I love that you are. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, if they did something really bad to the other person, maybe, depending on what it is. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you're expecting that of people or somebody is expecting that of people, that's pretty unreasonable. Yeah.
1: I guess there's specific instances like, yeah, like if the person was an abuser, then definitely like, yeah, like if the person demands that you stop being friends with that person, that's fucking understandable. You probably should not be friends with them.
0: Yeah. What if it was just a situation where like you're friends with both of them? He like cheated on her and broke her heart and started dating the girl he cheated on her with, and she's like, you can't talk to him anymore.
1: I guess it depends on who I'm better friends with.
0: <laughs> what if you're like equally friends with both equally of them? Equally friends? Yeah. Does that happen? Yeah.
1: Because really it's not
0: like, you know, he didn't abuse her. He didn't do anything physical to her. Either way, he I'm broke picking. her heart and he he fucked her over, yeah. but like not in any way more than like human beings do. And it sucks.
1: Yeah. But. I guess in that situation, it would depend on who I like more because obviously if I stopped talking to him because she told me to, then that would mean that I liked her more. And if I stopped talking to her, then kept being friends with my friend, that mean I like him more. So I guess in a situation like that, I guess it'd really just come down to who you like more.
0: I think it would, I think I would probably tell the guy like, hey, like obviously like I'm probably going to need to like chill out with hanging out with you for a bit and talking to you for a bit just because she's really hurt and we're friends too and like I would think you'd be understandable of that and then like eventually we can probably like yeah be friends again but I don't know yeah girl code man (laughs) (laughs) what a situation like
1: this like what's the where's the code lie with uh, I guess you know because I have
0: I I don't know (laughs) yeah that would be a tricky situation I'm glad I've never had that happen Yeah, I don't think I have either. Wait.
1: Yes, I have. (laughs) What'd you do? Well, this is different because it was my, one of my best, one of my best friends that cheated on my brother.
0: Oh. As long as I'm going
1: to fucking stop talking to her.
0: Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. And I stuck to it. Did your brother care if you kept being friends with her? I don't
1: know. maybe, Maybe at the time, I don't know if he did or he would have or wouldn't have cared. But I was fucking done with her at that point. Yeah. But then he started fucking her, like, a couple years later anyway. So it was like... Ah, uh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm like,
0: He's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You were really good with the guy code and your brother wasn't. I
1: guess not, yeah. He yeah. just couldn't contain himself, I guess.
0: Yeah. Maybe she had, like, sex lessons and then came to- <laughs> and he just couldn't stay away. Yeah,
1: that's very possible.
0: That's funny. Yeah. I think that I would probably do... Whatever a good person would do, because that's me, baby. <laughs> Just a good person. <laughs> Why that? I guess in this
1: situation, like, who? what would the bad person, what would the good person thing be to do?
0: Whatever's right.
1: Yeah. When you know, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah when you know, you know.
1: <laughs> I think we said that on here before. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I think we're, we're good on time. Okay. So maybe we should... Uh, end that here. I don't think I have any more questions.
0: Yeah, I only had three because I thought we were going to have more pre-banter with Raul.
1: Whoa, let's not expose him.
0: He had to work. He got called in.
1: We still care about you, Raul. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be the, it, the end of this one. So as usual, if you want to ask us some solicited advice, you can send in to podcast one at gmail.com. Um, Brittany, do you have anything else you want to plug?
0: Um, no, I don't.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe rate us on iTunes. Yes. that be cool. Yeah, do that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, do that follow us on Instagram at bitch. Yeah.
1: I forget what my Instagram handle is. Probably
0: something with David Zafra. (laughs) Probably
1: something with David Zafra. He'll probably
0: come if you follow me at bitch. Then you can search through my followers. You'll find David Zafra. I think you are probably tagged in all of your posts. that You post
1: for this podcast. Probably. So that's that's one way to find us. Yeah. Um, So do that. Yeah. Check out check out our Instagrams so you can see the clips of this podcast. Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah thank you for listening and don't overdo anything